Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. 9.51. I have a feeling it's going to be a little cooler. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's got this bone. I gave him, uh, I don't know who brought something. It wasn't like a Those kind of, uh, I guess it must have been from other big pig or small, small cow. I don't know. Come on, hang on. But he's got it in his mouth. He's been chewing on it for a while. Kind of like a kid. Keeping him busy. Yeah? Dámelo. 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 Come on. Dámelo. Okay. We'll do it later. Okay? Okay. Vamos a caminar. You're going to want to enjoy that. Anyway. So. <clears throat> I feel like I'm stealing that walk, actually. Uh... <laughs> Feels like I've barely been onto uh, a Duolingo. I'm definitely kind of caught up into that, uh, um, I don't know, competitive wave. There is a thing that you get, so there is uh, different levels of Duolingo, and there is one where you pay, and then you have uh, other things offered. One is you can practice pronunciation, you can target specific things, and then where you've made mistake, you can go back and then practice those and basically get better. And then I don't get those on mine. But at the same time, I don't get advertising, which is where what the normally free version is. But like I said, I found a little crack in there and I get out of the advertising. <laughs> and the one where also where if you, you can only make so many mistakes and then you have to regain those lives, uh, I don't have to do that. So, <coughs> that kind of, uh, well, I'm used to it, it's been, it's been a while now. So basically, uh, every 50 days, I think, they give you a three days preview of what it's like, you know, to, to get the paid service. And of course, you don't pay for it. And, uh, and so I'm in that uh, space right now. And then I get to practice pronunciation. So I've been doing a bunch of German which has been nice actually, and then Italian, and there it's kind of a, I wouldn't say a double-edged sword, but it's, there is the element of, uh, I can generate a lot of points in a short period of time by doing that. So, not only I'm practicing, but I'm actually racking up the points, so I get, uh, you know, I mean, yesterday I did like 6,000 points, which is quite a high score in one day. And I will more than likely be doing something similar today. And then by tomorrow, I think in the morning sometimes, the the three-day trial will end. Uh, are we going to go do the big walk? Yeah? Why not? Why not? Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway, but I'm enjoying it. Like I said, my life is... Uh, relatively simple i guess no we'll just we'll, we'll stay here we're gonna go on another walk later we might do even two or three walks today you and i so i don't have too too much to do today so i'm making a funky stale bread uh, kind of a weird uh, kind of a bread pudding with some leftovers <laughs> scavenging it and uh i got rice to cook and then uh yeah don't have to too much i think i'm gonna go clean the basement today actually Anyway, but uh, beside the guys being here doing the paint job, so being around for that, and 
anyway, so yeah, quite a quite an easy day. <coughs> oh, and I found out yesterday what's more than likely gonna happen uh, when she's going Pilar to her mother in Hein for Christmas with her boys, and um, I guess the boys are gonna come separately from Hein from Madrid. Well, that remains to be seen, <laughs> you know. But you know, as 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 of now, the plan is they're going to come from Madrid and we'll go straight to Hein. And uh, if that's the case, then she was going to take the train, but because they're going to meet some friend in Cordoba, then she's going to take the car. So basically, I might end up going with her, which is kind of funny, because for the single one of you or whoever has been, uh, for whatever reason, staying up with my daily update. This is what happened last year. But it was just Javi, uh, Pilar and I, because Miguel was uh, abroad. Al estero. Uh, al extranjero. En el extranjero. Yeah? And that's what we did. And then uh, <coughs> they dropped me, I got the car, and then I left. So, and this one would just be me and her, or her and me, <laughs> she and I. Would you say she and I, I guess, instead of her and me? I don't know. <coughs> and then the, instead of the train. So we would be, just be driving there. So anyway, but like I told her, say whatever, you know, it's all good. And then this week, this weekend she's going to go again. They're going to take a friend was really not doing well. They can take her to Huelva. You know, I was there when I got back into Spain. So that's at the corner right there, near near Portugal. And they're going to go spend the weekend there. And so I'll be taking care of Ron, so she won't have to worry about him. And uh, actually, I'm looking forward to, you know, it be a nice, easy weekend. Uh, maybe we'll get to play some paddle and ping pong. I kind of went to her yesterday evening. It was kind of late, but I was kind of, strangely enough, filling up to play some ping pong because the club has a ping pong table. She has one in the Hamilena, but she doesn't have one here because if she had one in the garage here, uh, could have definitely taken the, the car out and it's a great space to play ping pong. Uh, and I do like ping pong. But anyway, so we might do that on the weekend or whenever because she's uh, coming back on Sunday. So, and she's not working on Mondays anymore. So, <coughs> that would be a possibility. And if not, it's all good. You know, it's all good. <coughs> I'm also pretty clear, pretty sure, you never know, but that I won't be taking the guitar. I have not touched it. I mean, you know, it's there. It's in the case. And Sufunda. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't quite, I don't know. I think it's just going to be very simple in Hamilena when I'm there. Yeah, and there's a possibility again that I would just leave from there. So I don't want to bring anything from here over there that you would have to get back. And man, sounds like a hassle. And keep it simple. <coughs> keep it simple. Anyway, uh, the forecast for today should be like around 20. So beautiful day. It's definitely chilly. <laughs> But I guess this is freaking what December 11 or 12 actually. Today is uh, December 12. Would, it, would that be something in uh, the 12th of December? 
I guess technically it's uh, we have just uh, cracked the last two weeks of uh, leading to Christmas, right? For some of you guys out there who are into celebrating that stuff. Yeah, just uh, be interesting, you know, to see if that was ever to change again. You know, but uh, as of now, it just, uh, there's no appeal at all. I mean, I've done it. I've had it. It's been wonderful, you know, to have it. Heck, I used to have a fireplace. You know, <laughs> what's nicer than to make a nice uh, spread of goodies? You have the fireplace going, though it was in Texas, you know, no snow. And you have the gift, you have the tree, you have the light, and you have the family. You know, you have the people you love. And I, I do see the value. You know, I can appreciate it. But where I am in my life right now, <coughs> well, number one, I guess I don't really have. Well, I don't have a family. So, yeah, that kind of uh, <laughs> makes a big difference, big difference, right? And I don't feel bad. I'm not being facetious. You know, I'm not being uh, ironic, sarcastic as I'm saying that. I mean it in the nicest way or in the most candid way, which is I don't, you know. Pilar is a very dear friend, very sweet friend, very generous friend, you know, my my guardian angel. But yet at the same time, you know, that work up to a point and then what, you know. So... <coughs> I am on my own, you know. So as far as this world is concerned, I am here. Obviously, I have a place I belong. There is a reason for my being here. But beyond that, más allá de eso, you know, I don't know. It's like uh, I just don't fit into that mold, you know. It's uh, I just may not have a mold, you know. I may not have a nest, you know, anymore. And uh, it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't make a life, you know, a home doesn't make a life, a family doesn't make a life, nothing makes a life. Outside of what life makes life, it just is. And there are many, many types of life, many ways of uh, being alive, living a meaningful life. And the question is of discernment, you know, in terms of the lot that you have, you know, and in terms of accepting or surrendering and fighting. You know, or making a stand or basically just going with it. And then that kind of discernment is uh, <clears throat> basically like, how is that calibrated by? How do you go about making, uh, making that decision in terms of that's acceptable, that's not acceptable. I like and I don't like that. And I think we each have our own bias filter, you know. And uh, let me see if you're going to poop in the dog park. I guess I'll take you in here because it's better for you to poop in there. And I'm sorry, I don't have any freaking bags. I don't think she had either, actually. I have never seen any in her house. And I would think by now, I would have seen the, those poopy bags. I'm a bad man. So, okay, I'm going to go in here, yeah? I'm gonna get you, you're going to get your poo-poo? Good job. Good job. Hold on. Here we go. Anyway. <coughs> so, you know, just kind of... Uh, oh, a little bit of recycling. Oh, there he is. Look at that beautiful boy. 
<laughs> that there's nobody else. I have to say, I feel ambivalent, you know, about that. This is fucking nasty. You know? Yeah, to be responsible and then to... So those guys are going to come here with their dogs and then they're going to see the crap and it's nasty. I don't have any defense. It's reprehensible. And I don't know why I don't think about it because if not, I would definitely pick up that crap. And there's a... I don't know if it's a trash can. They're recycling right next door. But anyhow. <coughs> so yeah. So this life of mine, you know, more and more, it's, it's this idea of uh, hands-off, basically. It seems to be reinforced more and more, this idea of back off, Anthony. Just do those few things, you know, that... Uh, uh, yes, it's interesting, he just jumped behind me to let me know I'm ready. Okay, vamos. <coughs> and so that's a kind of life, you know, and it's, it hasn't been changing. If anything, it's being more uh, kind of reinforced. You know, this idea of, uh, I don't have to plan, I don't have to think about it, and then I can rely on what I feel. That's kind of, uh, that seems to be where I'm at, my relative understanding of my life. It's stay with the feelings, you know, and then that will lead you, then you, you will evolve accordingly. And of course, there's no issue in terms of, changing that mindset <coughs> but at the same time so you know well it's as good as anything else so it's interesting it's interesting you know uh kind of thinking you know about the kind of another change coming up and uh i'd be curious because in the past those changes would kind of be traumatic they would be kind of a, a shock to the system, you know, I would kind of freeze, I would become sad, you know, thinking about when I left Pilar, when I went to Urban, and I felt really sad, you know, a part of me that just kind of shuts down <coughs> and shrinks, and uh, as of late, you know, like living here in the spring to go to Navarrete, and then being there for three months, you know, and and then living there, and then being on the move, and it feels, or maybe they were not, you know, like a, definitely next spring is going to be different because, uh, you know, I was in Spain. I was still kind of in, like in a, in a known territory. <coughs> and uh, next year we're looking at, I am looking <laughs> at least, at, at the different beast, you know, in terms of uh, moving away from that. And blazing a new trail, you know, and uh, it would definitely be uh, getting to know Italy differently. I haven't kept any of the contact, any of the few people that have had nice encounters, like the guy from Rome, or you know, there were some other ones, but it just didn't feel <coughs> it, it didn't feel like there was really anything going on outside of having had a nice moment and experience with that person. Which it doesn't negate it, you know, but it's like the fact that you had a nice moment doesn't necessarily means there is something more to it, or maybe even something that would actually make it less 
by trying to stretch it further than it can. And so, yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I've really enjoyed a lot of the encounters that I've had. But, uh, yeah, it's like, then move on. That was it. So I would definitely be... I remember that veterinarian, too, that I met in Porto. That was in 21. <laughs> he had this kind of a very nice kind of a farm, kind of a rural kind of tourist uh, uh, place. <laughs> anyway, and of course he invited me. And I kind of felt like it was a proper invitation, you know. But, uh, yeah, I realized after a while, I don't know. I'm I'm not wired to be social in that way. You know, like some people can be and they can keep in touch and, and they do those things and they enjoy for me. It just, it requires something more. Anyway, until now anyway. So, <clears throat> we shall see. So for now, so yeah, pretty much so. I made her a nice uh, dal, yes, well, kind of a curry yesterday with lentils. And then, uh, that's more than likely what she'll be eating for today, tomorrow. And, uh, uh, do we go, we go this way? I'm not even quite sure how we'd go back from here, but I'm pretty sure looking ahead, I see where we're gonna go. <laughs> and for me, well, I guess it. A little bit of cooking. I'm gonna be making kind of like a chocolate pudding using soy milk, um, cornstarch, you know, and then uh, uh, next week, because I realized why mess with sugar and cocoa powder. If I'm gonna make it sweeten, might as well uh, just use uh, the cocoa stuff. <laughs> and I wanna get the right amount of cornstarch in there. And I'm not gonna wait because the bread came very nice again, the bread that I made yesterday, but it's too salty. And I know I it read 40 grams when it was supposed to be 15, but that's too much salt. And I've had it before 15 grams and it was fine. So I need to I need to get to a spoon measurement for the salt. The scale is not doing that good for whatever reason <coughs> on that. But I'm cool, I'm actually at 75% hydration. So <laughs> 450 out of 600. So that's good. I'm gonna go up on that again. I'm gonna add 10 more grams. <coughs> I think it's like 30 grams to make it to 80% hydration. So that'll be like a 1.5% higher hydration by being uh, something like that, right? One and a half? Yeah, something around or 1.66 to make it to. Uh... Uh, let me see. Oh my goodness, let's see where we are. Uh, okay, so we are in a different place than I thought. <laughs> we are, well, doesn't matter what I would tell you, but I know where we are. <laughs> Calle Buleria. Anyway, that's where we are. So we're going to go this way, and we're going to take a right here. And that will take us... <clears throat> that will take us back to the neighborhood. And then I'll give you your breakfast. And then I'll get on to Portuguese and more German spelling. Enjoy that for the next uh, day and a half. <coughs> and we'll see because tonight Pilar might be going to help a friend, depending. 
they are on the rotation on the schedule now uh, like I said she doesn't have hospice so I think doctors would come if it was really something that was needed you know some kind of uh, palliative intervention but if not uh, so she's on her own so she has all her friends who basically come and rotate <laughs> and it sounds like she's coming around and starting to face death or more be curious you know like I said, it's never been a big deal for me, and I'm curious to see, well, for sure, as of now, I don't really have anything to lose. You know, I'm not hooked onto anything, so for me to die, to suffer, is still an issue. It's still controversial, but dying, as of now, it's like, I don't know, I just, uh, I don't care. You know, yeah, I really, <clears throat> you know, it doesn't matter what's coming up with the idea that I have or things that I may want to do or you know things that I've been wanting to do for a while maybe those things don't matter they just don't have much weight I'm here now Jesus Christ those big freaking houses I'm tired no we're not going there what do you what do you mean what are you looking at me like But yeah, I'd be curious to see if uh, <laughs> there's the guy again with the sign Guaro. Disgusting. Que asco. Que asqueroso. Uh, <coughs> yeah, curious to see if I, if it really was happening to me. If it was active and if I was becoming aware that that's what it was, if it would affect me. As of now, I would say I don't think it would. You know? Like I say, not to hurt. That's it. Uh, and I think yeah, yeah, to be kind of, you know, to, I guess, depending on how, whatever kind of death I am leaning toward or I'm transitioning toward, you know, to, yeah, to be in a safe place, you know. That's it. Like, you know, be it a nursing home or... <coughs> uh, shit, I guess, I guess we're going back that way, yeah? One way or the other, I just don't quite know where we are, but like I said, you can't really get lost much here. So we're eventually going to make it back to the house. <laughs> I will recognize the street at one point. The funky neighborhood. Anyway. So yeah, it's a chilly morning, but beautiful. Beautiful Calle, Calle Maria Auxiliadora. Auxilio, help. <coughs> oh, that could be a dead-end street. It doesn't matter. You know, we have the whole day, my friend. So, and good for you, right? You get a little more walking. And then I'll get you maybe on the next walk to your free range so I can let you loose. Now, speaking of that, if you remember a few days ago, I was walking in. And that was Saturday, I think. And, uh... This lady with a black lab, older fellow, from a distance, something looked funky, so I ended up putting him back on the leash. And as it turned out, they don't like each other. Whoever it is, you know, I don't know. But then I, you know, and then I exchanged with a woman, and, you know, good day, bye-bye, and, and ciao. It was fine. And Pilar was telling me that apparently she has quite uh, rough exchanges with that woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I, I didn't, you know. And I don't know in a case, well, that doesn't matter, the what, you know, the fact that it's woman to woman, or 
God knows. God knows what's happening. But I was kind of sharing that. You know, looking for things from time to time to just connect with her. Uh, like I said, she's somebody with whom... Oh, yeah. Is this the street that I think it is? Uh, we have that uh, guitar guy. Yeah, I think it's a dead-end street here. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. We're going to go to the end, though. Who cares? The one wound with Pillar to get to... Oh. Hold on, did I go with Pilar? Oh my goodness. Well, maybe not. Maybe not that end, actually. I think I do see... I don't know. Is there a passageway here? No, there is not. Venga, chico. Vamos. It is a dead end. Oh, a lot of blue plumbago here. Pretty, I like plumbago. It's very pretty. Like pale blue, lilac flower. Oh my goodness. Three dogs, four dogs here. Anyway. <laughs> there is a funny... You can hear it, but there is a real little bark of that. I think it's a little, whatever, pug looking kind of a small dog. That's just like contributing to the barking orchestra. I'm speaking of orchestra. Orchestra. It's it's hard for me to remember that word in Spanish. It's the same as orchestra, but it's orchestra, no R at the end. And in French, orchestra has an R and R. So one of the things, and I had that coming up this morning in my uh, <coughs> Spanish practice. Oh, and here's a chocolate lab. ¿Qué se pasa? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty excited. I think he will want to play. I think he's kind of doing his job and at the same time being like, hey, I'm alone, come play with me. Although Ron, I'm not sure. I don't think he's big into dogs. Quite a few dogs that I've known. Uh, personally, yeah, like Grace, you know, was not. She didn't really like dogs. Didn't like to be sniffed, you know. Kind of, uh, she liked people, but not really dogs. <coughs> anyway, so, 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 so the guys are painting the house, most likely they'll get done this week, that is my guess, doesn't matter, anyway, it'll be what it'll be, and, uh, <coughs> we're gonna go this way now, we've turned around, walked our way back, yes, I don't know, but I think this is going to take us back to the main road, and then I don't, I don't know where we are. I'm not quite sure where this road is. Hey, you! <coughs> so many dogs, eh? Come on. I don't know why, there's only one segment of the population that would say buenas, which is it's kind of like, it's kind of a nice wraparound, it's kind of a generic way of saying hi, buenas, you know, because buenos dias would be masculine, buenas tardes is feminine, 
And I don't know, buenas noches, I guess we'll be good night. I was gonna wait this guy, let's see what this woman. Todo bien, todo bien. Sí, sí, está bien, está bien. Es lo que hay. This woman was very keeping him on tight leash because she knew he was going to get overly aggressive. But Ron, huh? Ron was like, bunker. I don't know if you're getting softer or. I think you would most likely go at it, you know, if somebody was. But you don't seem to mind. Okay, okay, I think I know where we are now. En boca cerrada no entra falo. Uh, en boca cerrada no entra mosca. I knew this one, like in a, in, in a closed mouth, no flies enter. You know, basically, it's just better to not talk. <laughs> en boca cerrada no entra mosca. I forgot the expression. I'm wondering if it's Italian or Spanish. I think maybe both. Oh, no, no. I think it's uh, no water. Aqua, I think, in Italian. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, those oranges look so freaking good. You have a lot of oranges here. So I think those are trees that are quite obviously adept to the climate, you know? So, you know, with uh, not too much rain. And you have those big oranges. <laughs> uh -huh. You tell them, run. You tell them who the boss is. I think I'm going to tell them right, and I think I'm going to recognize who we are now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I'm going to see some kind of building on the left. Have a look to the left. No? But yeah, I know where we are. Okay. I know where we are. Anyhow. Anyhow. Okay, do your pee-pee. Oh, you're making light, mighty yellow your pee-pee, yeah? I guess I'll have to look at your water. Pilar has been filling your bowls, but I need to kind of get that going. I don't think too much about it. I'm feeding, I'm doing good at feeding them, giving the meds to Syria. She's really letting me pet her now. I can really push more when I'm petting her. You know, she's a very, very sensitive cat and doesn't take much for her to freak out. <coughs> and of course, when she's hungry, is the best time to get close to her. But actually, no, as of late, even when she was sitting in a chair, I'm surprised. You know, depending on how she felt, she would let me come and pet her. So, possibly getting older, too. But even with the dog, before she used to be freaked out by him. But she really has the best of both worlds with Ron. Because Ron doesn't care about her. I mean, he's aware of her, but there's no, you know, she's recognized, she's accepted as being part of the tribe here. And there are no other cats who are going to come in with him. I mean, and definitely would not let them either. So being very skittish like she is, you know, and very submissive and like with the other cats before, she would always kind of bow down. And so <coughs> she basically has a bodyguard. And so the food, everything, you know, you can leave the food there when I put it in the morning. And sometimes she eats a little bit, come back, and a little bit and come back. And, and you don't have to worry about her. 
having her food stolen and not being able to eat because she's so shy that you can't give her a space to be like here's for you or you can close her in like I used to do at home in Texas. I had one of my cats, Ziggy, who was very bossy and was very hungry. We had to really watch out because he would become fat. And uh, Buddy, or well, actually Audrey, even worse, but with Buddy, the Siamese, the adorable Siamese, uh, he wasn't, you know, when he came to that, he just, he didn't care. It was not that important to him. Okay, hold on. We're going to uh, get some couple of those bitter oranges here. Okay, manga. <coughs> here looking at las alcachofas, artichoke. Uh, quite a few of them. But they are a little ways from producing fruit. That's a garden of the near the neighborhood. There is this guy who has uh, does a lot of uh, he cultivates a lot of things and sell them to, to the community. So, and I think maybe it's, I don't know if he's making a living out of it, uh, but it's pretty cool for sure. If I think if I was living here, that I would. Uh, that I would want to cultivate a relationship with a cultivator for give my uh, pawn here. Anyway, I can already feel the sun warming you. I can smell ah, the whatever, the, whatever that scent from the orange, that sourness, kind of acid. Hmm. Very, very nice. Anyway, so anything else in my life? Um, oh, I started to watch uh, part season two of uh, uh, The White Lotus. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The soundtrack is not as good, okay, as far as I can tell. And uh, I mean, it's very clean. It's still very well done, you know, the series and all. But uh, we'll see. The characters are. Like I said, it's just weaker. It's harder when you've had those guys that get established as being, you know, like the manager of the hotel, you know, the clients, you know, they had that kind of uh, idiosyncrasies. And then you get to a place to get those replacements. And so, of course, you're going to compare them to who was there before. And uh, it's not really fair, but at the same time, those guys before, were part of the reason why you're watching the second season, so it just comes with it. Come on, Chico. See if we get out of the we get out of comer. I'm gonna feed you. Darle algo de comer al perro. Have an interesting kind of phrase. Yeah, to give something to eat to the dog. There's some verb that you have to add that le or the s the s e pronoun. Which is like an indirect pronoun. My goodness. Jesus, that's a lot of work. He's on the ladder here doing the. I don't know what you call the flashing part between the roof and then the house. Anyway, so I guess the keys are here. So let's, uh, let's go get in, cowboy. Let's go feed you, shall we? 
Oh, and you get your bone to pick up. You get your bone? Yeah? You get it? Here. 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 Get it? No? What's wrong with you? Venga. You want that bone? Silly goose. Hmm? Alright. Let's get you in. Let's get you fed. Okay, uh, mega. Let me get you unclipped. Okay. All right. Here. Depressed look from time to time, which is so funny. All right, let's get you fed. I gotta go pee. Anyway, guys, we'll talk to you later. Peace and love. The rain has held back for days and days, my God, in my arid heart. The horizon is fiercely naked, not the thinnest cover of a soft cloud. Not the vaguest hint of a distant cold shower. Send thy angry storm dark with death. If it is, I wish, and with lashes of lightning, startle the sky from end to end. But call back, my lord, call back this pervading silent heat, still and keen and cruel, burning the heart with dire despair. Let the cloud of grace bend low from above, like the tearful look of the mother on the day of the father's wrath. Well, afternoon, folks. We're going for our afternoon walk. Where do we go? We go this way, yeah? Maybe that's why you like to go that way, right? Those freaking dogs here in that street barking their heads out. Anyway. The painters are gone. That's a lot of patching. Taking two guys. That's already two, three days, six hours. I kind of I wonder like uh, what it costs. And then they have to have those. <sighs> such a big house to paint. Oof. You know, and actually the painting is not what's hard. It's really the preparing, right? kind of cleaning and then uh, patching yeah anyway well <laughs> I don't have to do that like I say just something I there was one thing when I was in uh, Conil de la Frontera that I told uh, Orban there was one time I said no I don't really say no too much but there was one thing that was like yeah no I really don't want to do that you know because it's his setup, his house, was really funky to do it right. So there was, you know, because there's no rush. So, you know, could have taken the time to prepare. I did paint stuff on the inside, you know. But, uh, yeah, to the way. Hey, Mr. Yanking Me. Oh, shit, I said I was going to get you on that. Well, sorry, I guess. Uh, well, we could still go there. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, okay, we'll go this way. That should be alright. Yeah, the house kind of looked a little dangerous. 
there was one. Oh, actually, you know what? When I go back, I might do that. I might do the clipping of those few things. It's very not much, but that's my sore spot. And uh, otherwise, pretty decent hedge work. I feel I feel pretty good about what I did. I have to say, you know, don't feel too shabby about it. Anyway, it's a beautiful afternoon. I'm in t-shirt. Well, the pants is, uh, I kind of need to get those changed. Uh, I got a couple of pair of sweatpants that uh, Pilar has extended to me that I'm going to try on. I don't need more than one, but I will more than likely take one with me. On those few cold days in uh, in Hamilena, that would not be a bad thing to have. Anyway. So, beautiful afternoon, some clouds, some sun. A little bit of everything, and uh, I've already taken my nap actually about two hours ago or so, and uh, get a little bit of the cooking done. I clean the basement like I wanted to do, and then get quite a bit of uh, <laughs> do lingo. There is this other fellow who's putting some big numbers too, so. I think between today and tomorrow, uh, because of the ability that I have to generate a very high score. I mean, obviously you have to put the time in, but uh, yeah, I can get uh, I can get some pretty decent number. So I'm going to keep pushing that. I'm basically I'm uh, responding to the call, and I don't know actually if Pilar is going to go to Anna or not. So she doesn't know that yet. It depends. If she's got somebody to watch out, to watch her, so she may, she may not. Anyway, because if she does, then basically she won't be back more than like until like, my guess is between 7 and 9 p.m. So that would give me more time. Um, don't quite see myself doing much more in the kitchen. I've kind of salvaged that stale bread, and she had some freezer burn uh, crumbled hard bites. I mean, we're talking about a year old. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, she was not a big, big fan of that. I really, really like them, me personally, but yeah. Like I say, Spanish, I'm not a big fan of uh, muesli or oats, and uh, anyway. But I might still do, you know what, actually, I'm, I think I might. I might still do it, I might just get peanut butter and then uh, just get the stuff. Um, yeah, just get a batch and I'll take it with me. Uh, that would be fine, that's a nice treat. Yeah, I might do that. I might even make a couple of batches actually. So, uh, and I can, I guess, I don't know why I couldn't do it over there either. So that's something that I might do here. Lentils for tomorrow. I ate the last of the stuff I had done, and I guess I don't know yet what I'm going to do. For me, I think I'm just going to cook the lentil on the side, and I'll see what I do with the And I was right, there was something about the rice that was in the container, I'm like, it didn't look like brown rice, and it's not. But I'm going to eat it, so it's not that much. 
and I need to set up some run rights. Oof. There is a, oh, they are repaving the street actually. Yeah. Looks like we might have traffic. To, uh, maybe an issue to cross that road. And you know where we're going, don't you? No crossroad there. No pedestrian crossing. Okay, there is, well, it's not a cross. I guess it is a crossroad, technically, actually. Anywho. Hmm. I had a weird kind of a funny flashback. When I got Glenda, well, obviously, uh, initially, ironically, when I first got with her, she's the one who dragged me into hiking. I was really not much into that stuff when I was younger. Uh, and it kind of grew on me. And then, you know, I geeked out, and that was one of my job. You know, to be a wilderness guide. And, uh, you know, and I used to teach some stuff about it. And I, you know, I knew quite a bit. Well, I still do, obviously. A lot of that knowledge is really... Uh, some of it I don't think will ever be obsolete. At least a basic understanding. You know, then you have a different kind of brand and you know, some specious kind of a distinction being made about justifying charging something more or less where it's not really relevant in a big picture, but you know, more or less waterproof, water resistance, you know, a three or four season tent, internal, external frame, synthetic or down bag or you know. The basic stuff, and though they may have new, they may they may get new fabric in the future because I really don't quite see goose down. I see it becoming obsolete. I, I don't even know what kind of a treatment the goose uh, get, you know, for them to be uh, dealt with so you can have access to uh, to those feathers. Does these make for a very very nice sleeping bag? But I have a feeling that synthetically, that again, I really do believe that 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 there's going to be a lot of those things that are going to be challenged. Like you know, I know they make a fake uh, leather, you know, now that whatever they use, I don't even know. But they just uh, more and more they're able to duplicate, and uh, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting kind of this kind of playground part of life. Where human beings now are just not satisfied about uh, optimizing nature, you're just going to the next step up, which is kind of artificial. It seems to be right, and even us, I think, as a human being, we are becoming artificial. I mean, could I imagine my life without my tablet or the phone? Doesn't matter, you know, whether it's your laptop, your tablet, or your phone. You know, people talk about not having TV, but I'm like. <laughs> people were not watching that much TV like they are using their phones their devices nowadays so it's a silly argument you know and of course you know uh, in all fairness in all fairness uh, well actually it's not really fair but you know if you take out Duolingo and take out the podcast uh, well I guess if you would agree that music might not necessarily be intrinsically connected with those devices that you could have access to it from other place and you know it's not quite the same in terms of the connectivity and the attention and 
all of that, the immersion. Um, then really I don't have that much, you know. Um, well, I mean, I do watch movies. And of course, it's because I don't have a job, and <laughs> that's also, in all fairness, you know, my life is a little uh, different, right? I have so much time. I'm definitely very rich in time. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I just didn't want to stop here. We'll go to the end, and I'll unclip you. Yeah? Yeah. But then again, if I didn't do that stuff, you know, if I didn't do my Duolingo, you know, for today it's going to be easily. Uh, <coughs> I don't know, four hours, maybe five hours. And, uh, but then I, what would I be doing, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, she had that funky tree. I don't know what's... There's going to be something interesting happening to it. Uh, she's really letting it grow. And uh, she doesn't have that big of a yard. And that tree is really getting big. I don't know what it is. You have quite a few of those here. But... Uh, well... Like, even the yard, even if I was to go take care of a yard, it wouldn't take that much time to do it. Uh, maybe I could kind of uh, do a little bit of a landscaping, like trying to find things to put in there, you know, that don't require too much water. Like oleander or desert willow. What do I see here? Some cacti, you know, actually even an olive tree. Then you, you know, you could train it, you know, to be a certain shape to accommodate the yard that it's in. I don't think that's far-fetched, but even then, even the house cleaning, like a daughter, you know, of course, you know, she has this lady that she supports, and she pays to clean the house, and, you know, she really is kind of a color the saint of those causes, she's kind of an underdog person, you know, she really kind of, uh, like this guy came in, the guy I'm kind of, it come before, but I never give him anything, I don't know the guy, I don't know if she knew him, but he's kind of a, he's a local guy, and he goes and uh, does begging, basically. And he came by yesterday, and then asked for food, and there she went, she got some fruit, kind of uh, uh, um, mussels, and just to give him a bunch of stuff. And I think it's just something that's natural to her, you know, that, that kind of a caregiver, that kind of a giver. She gives her the care, you know, she gives her medical expertise, you know, and, uh, you know, with her mother, pretty much calls her every day, you know, I used to call my mother once a week until her hearing got bad, but it was once a week, <laughs> and it was tough, like I was, one evening, kind of listening to what she was saying, and it was cracking me up, because it was a kind of crap, you know, that I used to ask, just anything to keep a conversation going, because there's nothing coming from the other side. So it's like, hey, what did you eat today? Or, you know, my mother used to like to read it. So we talk about books, and uh, you kind of what's going on, and what was the weather like, and when did she last go out, and 
you know, just thinking of anything, have a cat. So, and, uh, but anyway, bottom line, don't want to digress too much in those, into those weeds, but yeah. Even though she doesn't see herself that way, but I do definitely do. That is somebody that is very generous. And I keep wondering, you know, it's like, <laughs> am, I, am I a lost cause to her? I don't think so, because I mean, you know, I'm not desperate, you know, I'm not in that place yet. <laughs> it would be interesting if I ever get there, if and when, you know, it is definitely a possibility that's getting closer to home, but it is not, not yet. And so, <coughs> yeah, this generosity for her, and uh, and maybe, you know, that was one thing that I, I do wonder, because I do feel, like, she feels pretty safe with me, you know, that I'm pretty, I'm a pretty gentle fellow. And then for sure, with her, even more so, you know, I've really kept some things in check and, you know, kind of adapted around her because of something she felt strong about and, yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Before it was, you know, obviously not wanting to rope the boat, you know, uh, being in love and, yeah, I wanted to fuck and I wanted all those things and I was like, that was not important. And now it's just because, yeah, but that's really not helping. I'm not going to say something that's not true. And, you know, I'm not going to be lying. But I don't need to expand, you know. I don't need to go dive bomb into it. So there are ways you can get in and out pretty smoothly. And with her, I definitely am very mindful of that. And so... Uh, but yeah, I kind of wonder, you know. I've asked her a few times and I I don't know. I feel like there's a part of it's just very, very quiet, or I'm not sure if it's not trusting, but just really kind of keeps her cards close to her chest, as the saying goes, eh? And there's a, and I think we all have some you know, some trust issue when it comes to life. Things happen, you know. And, uh, yeah, we do get scarred, you know, there are no wheelchair needed, you know, but life does scar you before killing you. <laughs> and uh, I don't think any human being is immune to that. Run, run, taking his sweet time. Yeah, it's definitely mellowed out. I think I had to keep him in the house for a while because he had the, the outside the gate for whatever reason. And so I kept him with me and took him for a walk this morning and, and then fed him. But at one point he really wanted to go out. He would kind of like look at the door, look at you and make the little noise and kind of let you know. Which is very interesting because he's kind of, he has actually communication skills. And yet when it comes to 
what you try to teach him or have him do, take the food away, and he doesn't listen to you at all. Él no te hace caso para nada. He does not heed you. He's <laughs> very stubborn. Anyway, that is who he is. Like I said, he's a pretty cool guy. You just have to be careful with those few dogs that they just uh, don't see eye to eye and uh, yeah, it would definitely go crazy. So, that's animal world, right? And our responsibility to, to discern those moments, those times. Be good. There's a car coming. Very mellow. You don't mind the car. I seem to mind more the muffins. I think a bunch of dogs do that. It's very nice. Maybe you can hear the little wind going on. Uh, look at some uh, China berry trees here. I remember those. Those go so fast. We had one in, in Kerrville. In, if I'm not mistaken, oof, I don't remember when it was. Maybe it was in 2006. I forgot when. We had this weird mini tornado. Very, very strong wind, and I lost three trees. And Chinaberry was one of those, and I had to really be careful because that sucker was shooting up new buds, you know, new springs to get it to just kind of one. And then within a few years, it was already quite tall. It's quite impressive. And it's kind of messy because he has this kind of, uh, we call him Chinaberry, because he has this kind of white berries, and he really generate a lot of them but it does seem to do it did very well in texas actually so we've uh, didn't get much water and uh yeah very sturdy resistant to bugs or whatever so anyway. and i see quite a few of those here i don't know i guess what those things are native to but, uh, texas at least and Looks like in Europe too. We're not going left, boy. We're going right. Good boy. Yes, we're not following the other guy. Huh? Yeah. We're going our way. Yeah. Yeah. You should know the route by now. Maybe you go the other way sometime with Pilar. Anywho, well, not too much else. I've, uh, I'm going on. I'm going along with the uh, white lotus. It is watchable, you know. Uh, steady of people, I guess. But the music is definitely not that good. But there is also uh, the setting. This luxury resort hotel uh, I don't know it doesn't make any sense to me I mean it looks beautiful you know basically big rooms you know I'm sure amazing uh, thread count on the bed sheet you know mattresses the shower head and soap you know I guess if you have the money the spa services that they offer 
all the things that you can do, like rent a jet ski or whatever, you know, because it's luxury places, they do offer so many services to the clientele, you know. And again, like it's not my world, but uh, I definitely do not envy it. This idea of having money, that kind of money. <laughs> For me, to feel like a spoiled brat, you know, it would be... Uh, so, just a twin bed, you know, enough to not be cold or whatever the basic stuff, but, you know, nothing fancy for the bed sheet, just a simple, you know, my pillow to put between my leg, a pillow for my head, a chair to sit in, a table, uh, and then, uh, I guess a tablet, a phone, more than a kid is saying, you know, to have Wi-Fi or data, and then a very simple kitchen. I really would not need much. Like I said, when I get to, uh, it's nice to have the one here in uh, Valencina, but when I'll get to uh, Hamilena, you know, pretty much she has a full burner, but it needs work. So it's kind of your summer vacation home, so it doesn't matter, but there's one burner that works very well. So that's basically what I use. But even if, even if not for that, you know, you could get like a, Maybe like a bread maker and like a pressure cooker, an electric one. And that becomes basically your pan and your stove together. And then a small fridge. <coughs> I don't know, it just feels like, you know, very small bathroom. Maybe not, I'm not even sure you need a shower. Maybe just a sink, you know? Simple. I do want hot water though, I have to say. I'm not a cold water guy, but I guess even... Even if I didn't, you could heat it up. So, it's really yeah, kind of a small space, easy to take care of, you know? <coughs> and, you know, for, you know, I don't know, 40, 40 euro a week for food, I think that would definitely do it. At least in Spain. <coughs> you know? But I would feel like spoiled, you know, that way. And of course, for me, it would be very close to nature, or having access to nature, at least. For sure, now, I can't imagine myself being in an apartment in a city. It takes me back to the days with uh, um, Belen in A Coruña, that apartment right there by the El Paseo Maritimo, by the boardwalk by the ocean and I guess people like it but I have to say I mean obviously you know it's by the ocean of course it's nice but it's in the city and it's building 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 and I don't know to me I find it exhausting <coughs> I have to say I just don't see it put me in a in a poor can uh, field you know in a country you know in a very doesn't have to be clean, you know, it could be littered or whatever. But with kind of space and nature and some silence, and to me that's, uh, that makes sense. Looking back a little bit to see that sucker among the olive trees. He's sniffing around, but it'll show up in a minute. Without fail. 
I guess, yeah, the idea of being in a wood too, that sound would be nice. Of course, the trees would have to be far enough so we wouldn't have to worry about them collapsing on a house. <laughs> but you know, yeah, to be near nature, I guess I've known that for a while. That used to be my visualization, the image. Kind of like a heaven on earth type deal. Was a, a log cabin in the wood by water. Anyway. And you get a little bit of nature here. For sure, it's not a cure in Sevilla. Anyway. But soon enough, in about a week and a half, I will be back in that wonderful place where I've definitely had a lot of wonderful time. Did it? No, I, don't, I think it's still back there. Oh, wait a minute. And I guess I'm there, let you go, guys. So, from uh, Valencia de la Concepcion, peace and love.